Hello and welcome to episode six of Jetstream, the Wellington College International Podcast. My name is Chris Wolf. I'm the International Director with the brilliant job of supporting, connecting and growing our family of eight international schools. Today I'm with two recent OWs, Jess and Harmon. Good morning, Jess and Harmon. Good morning. Uh, they have a particularly special connection to our international schools. They left Wellington last summer and they are now interns at Wellington College Pune. Uh, we're going to hear a bit more about life in Pune in just a moment, but um, I think we're going to, to Harman first. Harman, tell us tell us about your life uh, at Wellington in the UK. What, what did you enjoy? I really enjoyed the sports and the social side of Wellington. I think I was in the Beresford, so I was lucky to have a lovely house. And then in terms of the social stuff, it was always good. Um, and the sports was amazing and all the extra co-curricular, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Were there particular um, sports that you played or curricular yeah, activities? Rugby you... and cricket were my two, two main, yeah. Superb. I hope we'll hear a bit more about how life in Pune has enabled you to play uh, one of those sports in, in just a moment. Um, Jess, what about you? Um, I was in the Hopeton. Um, I graduated 2023, same as Harman, and I particularly enjoyed, I mean, I think I enjoyed sixth form the most as a, as uh, years compared to third form and fifth form, because we were a bit, it was a bit more independent, you're on your own, it was up to you whether you got your work done, um, and you obviously got to pick your subjects that you, I studied the IB, so I Still had quite a lot, but I enjoyed the subjects because I got to choose them. Um, I'd say the things that I really enjoyed the most at Wellington were the house activities, like either inter-house competitions or activities we did in-house, just like house house stuff. I really house enjoyed. Stuff, no, sounds, yeah, I sounds really amazing. enjoyed Hopeburn. It was a great house. Couldn't, were there particular competitions that, that stand out in your memory? <laughs> um probably in-house water polo wow. a bit random yeah i was not expecting that, that what, what is it about the water polo that was that was so i good? don't know it was just really fun um we won in lower six and that was the first time that we did it i think first time i'd done it um and it was just so much fun it was because i'd never played water polo in my life and i would never have to be honest it's not something that <laughs> crops up quite often um but it was great fun superb that sounds like that captures wellington in, in so many ways between <laughs> you that's brilliant thank you very much yeah, indeed um, and you're now in wellington college international pune um oh. so um what wh what are you doing uh well our day-to-day -day is kind of split in half so the morning uh we're kind of like sort of like teaching assistants so you're in the classroom uh you're just supporting the, the head teacher and it's always just English, maths and reading. Uh, so whether that be a, a child whose English maybe isn't as great as the others, just supporting them or whether that be just like anyone who needs help. So it's sort of like that. But like in terms of like teaching, obviously none of us have like any any expertise, but like it's been they've made it quite easy for us to to to, to, like, learn. to learn yeah. and just like be able to be like basic and good enough to help the kids um yeah. and then the afternoons are extracurricular and sport very good you say they've made it quite easy for you to learn what what, what do you mean by that what uh, what have people done to make that introduction a bit a uh, bit more straightforward for you so we Harmon works in year three and i and i'm in year four and 
we we stay in those with our classes and we work very closely with the class teacher and for I think if we were to move around we wouldn't be able to form as close of a relationship with the children and with the teacher and the teacher is kind of acts as our mentor and they they help us they guide us um I'm not sure about you but in mine um my class teacher has given me the task of running a lesson by myself and she'll support me so it's a bit of, it's great experience um if we ever want to become a teacher I don't know if I do you might um, I'm not sure but it, it's, it's a great thing to say that we've done and have the experience of going to uni stuff like that I'm, I'm learning a lot more about myself teaching younger children than than I would if I had just I don't know, stayed in England and got a part-time job or something. Yeah, absolutely. No, it sounds it sounds amazing. Are there any particular teaching highlights that you've that you've had already? The, sort of the moment when when the child understands something that you've explained, there's always a, a really exciting moment. If you're leading lessons uh, on your own already, that's phenomenal. Phonics, I think. Phonics. I don't. Phonics. I don't know about you, but for me, we've got quite a lot of EAL, so English as an additional language students. Um, and the phonics can be very different because their first language isn't English. And we do a lot of work with the EAL students. And once, and it, it's particularly noticeable when they're reading. And over time, they pick up on the phonics and they, they're like progressing in their book bands. And it's just great to see that what you're putting in, they're actually, children are benefiting from it. And they, their, their English is getting worlds better. I mean, some of them came and they would barely say any words. And now they're having full conversations and they're making friends and they're playing at playtime because they can understand each other. And it's just, I love that. It's great. Yeah, no, it is hugely rewarding to do. Um, Delighted yeah. it's going so well. And then afternoons is sort of co-curricular stuff. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So then our co-curricular is sort of, uh, will change every day. So like at the moment, because like, I had a similar thing, like I thought that the co-curricular program would be the same as running to New UK, but it's quite different because of the age of the kids and just like the way it works. Like we don't have like fixtures and stuff, obviously. So there isn't like one sport for this term, one sport for that term. They'll do a different sport like like every day. Every day. So there's cricket, uh, like netball, tennis, football, like everything pretty much so like what we teach like now we know like we have one a day which we teach but like it changes every day which i really enjoy something different it's good so yeah sounds sounds wonderful so what what made you want to do this because crowthorn to pune is uh, is a bit of a change <laughs> um well like for me it was kind of like uh, like a few things i knew it, in the first part, I knew I was going traveling in the second part of my gap year. I didn't really know what I was going to do in the first part. And my plan, I wanted to go to India, but then I was thinking of getting a job in England. But I wasn't too excited about that. And then I saw this come up and I thought, like, I was kind of like, why not thinking? Just like, you know, I already want to go to India. I know the school. I'm going to get, like, free accommodation in a lovely apartment, you know. So why would I not do it just like rather than being in England in cold and rainy winter earning money to go traveling yeah yeah sounds like a very good move what about you Jess well I initially I I think I was mid middle of low sickness probably this time last year 
I was starting to think of what I might do because it was time was moving and I still hadn't didn't have a plan of what I was going to do in my gap year and I applied deferred to university so I knew I was definitely taking a gap year and I spoke to Miss Guttridge who was my HM at the time about getting in contact with someone because I initially I was looking at Wellington Bangkok and I wanted to do something there so I spoke to a few people found out that they don't they don't really run a gappy intern system there but that exact week Dr Todd the headmaster of Wellington College International Pune was in the UK at Wellington and um, they said what you might as well go meet him you've got no idea you might think oh actually this guy's great sounds like a great idea why not so I went and had a chat it was freezing cold we walked around outside like at this time of year um for about half an hour 45 minutes I really liked him I thought it was great and he said I'm not not promising anything but we do want to to open up the intern gapping gap year opportunity um and then a while a bit later they came back and they did an assembly at school and I thought I'm just going to apply even if even if I decide it's not right or if I don't get it then at least I've applied um and I thought I did luckily I got it and so I'm here (laughs) I thought it's a new experience I would never have gone I would never have moved to India otherwise it's not something that's been on my agenda new culture new people new country why not great experience Fantastic. What a what a brilliant attitude. Um, you talk about the new culture and the new experience and, and home and you talked a bit about traveling. Have you managed to see a bit more of India whilst you've whilst you've been based in Pune? Yeah, managed to get down to Goa. So that's like more down south. Um, yeah, that was that was good on a long weekend. Uh, so, yeah, that was really good. Uh, beaches. Um, yeah, Goa is so. beautiful. It's yeah. loads of beaches, really green. It's definitely a younger crowd. <laughs> It's, there are lots of parties and nightlife and stuff you can do, which I think is really appealing to 18-year-olds. Um, yeah, it's a really nice place. Fantastic. No, I'm pleased to hear it. And you talked a bit about the culture of, of India. Now, I think there was a big opening ceremony um, for the school because it is, it is brand new. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? I think Mr. Dahl came out to, uh, to experience it as well. Yeah, that was quite a, a cool day. So it was... Um, the opening, uh, so there was like speeches in the morning and whatnot and uh, tour around school. And then we had like the whole ceremony. So they brought in like uh, traditional dancers and drummers. So sort of like a live band, um, uh, but with like local instruments. And that was really cool. Uh, so we saw all that. And then uh, we went into the main hall for the cutting of the ribbon ceremony and uh, caught up with Mr. Dahl, which was nice, uh, spoke to him. Um, so yeah, it was a really cool day. Brilliant. Do you have any any other insights into it, Jess? It uh, it sounds sort of unexpected compared to any other sort of speech day type ceremonies you have in in Crowthorne. <laughs> it was very. I don't know what's the word. It was just so different. It's nothing that you'd ever expect. Coming from England, where a lot of the time it's dark and grey and rainy, and you'd have a speech day, which is an incredible like event but you'd never have people dancing around and it looks all ridiculous, but that's completely different culture to anything that we've ever lived in. So colorful, so loud, like so loud. Um, 
it was really cool. It, it was almost like being at the theatre, but this is just like life, normal life for them. Yeah, yeah adding on to that, um, whilst we've been out here, one thing, like I'm quite familiar with Indian culture already, but then like one thing that shocked me whilst living out here, um, there are like so many like religious festivals, which give you loads of like holiday, which is mm. great. And then like, you go to these like religious festivals obviously in your head you're thinking okay this is going to be quite a tame affair i don't really know why everyone's like going out for this religious festival <laughs> and then you go to this main street and you've got like so many people like Sound. dancing music drumming so loud and it's like it's like more lively than any party you've seen in the uk but just like it's got religion in it so it's cool it's cool it's uh, to incredible. experience that and you know see like still like really fun and different like parties but like under a totally different banner so it's cool mm-hmm. and it's also diwali did... next week so will there be big big yeah. celebrations for diwali definitely yeah. we yeah. also did some garba which is yeah, yeah. a traditional dance dancing with yeah. dandia sticks which is basically like two sticks kind of like drumsticks that you hit together and you dance in big circles in garba traditional ethnic clothing and it's it's just so much fun there's so much culture here so rich you know it sounds like you're having you're having an amazing time um i'm always interested in our family of schools how they feel sometimes a bit wellington and that's what we try and we try and achieve now i know it's difficult in pune because it's only been open a a number of weeks and the children are much younger than wellington in the uk Um, but is there anything you can tell us about how wellington the schools feel i think that'll be interesting for for anybody who is considering uh following in your footsteps as interns next year Mm -hmm. um i think wellington in india in pune it feels more like Wellington UK because of the pastoral care that's provided for the children, that there's well-beings in the timetable like how it is in the UK. Although the children are younger, which sort of off puts your um, your thinking because you think, oh, it's completely different because it's a completely different age group. But when it comes down to it, the teaching style is the same. Children are completely supported. There are lots and lots of co-curricular options they can choose on their afternoon CCA activities just like Wellington where there are loads of societies you can go to you can do so many sports you can do whatever you want it's very although this is a scale down because it's just started there those options are still available on a broad scale no, it sounds amazing. What about you, Harlan? What would you say? How about the, the Wellingtonness of the school? Yeah, I definitely say like, you know, you can tell that like the blueprint of the the brand Wellington is for sure here. Then in terms of feel like for me, I I feel like it's a completely different place because of like obviously our role in it. And also like before coming out, like I was slightly a bit worried. Like two weeks before coming out, I put together that like in two weeks, I'm meant to be starting as like a teacher at, at Wellington College School. I was like, I'm going to be so out of my depth. But it was uh, actually all right. It's actually like, it's a much more like not chilled out environment, but because the kids are younger, it just feels like a lot more joyful and playful. So yeah. it's been a lot more relaxed and like, you know, like we're obviously working like the whole day, but like I can only speak for myself, but I find like, the workload is more than manageable, shall I say. And like most of the time, 
yeah, it's quite an enjoyable job. So, but if I compare that to like how like Wellington UK feels, not saying I didn't have a good time there, but it has a very different feel to it. Mm, that's fantastic. Really interesting insights. Thank you. What would you say to people who are considering doing what you're doing next year? Well, definitely take a gap year. Yeah. I think you'd be silly not to. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird one because I understand that people want to go straight into starting university. But I mean, you're only 18 once and you can. Why would you not? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Well, I, I quite agree. I had a brilliant time I mean, in my gap year, so I'm, I'm fully in yeah. favour. I think it's great. It's great advice. And what about people who are considering you know, applying for the internship at, at Wellington Pune or indeed any of their other schools? I think that like it's one of those things where like, you know, you're only going to let yourself enjoy it as much as you do, because if you don't approach it with an open mind, then you probably could quickly feel like, oh, this is this is rubbish. But I'd say, you know, like you're out here for three months, your accommodation is paid. They're going to support your, your, your living. Um, so you're not really taking huge expenses. And in return, you're getting three months in in India, like pretty much fully paid for me personally for a bit of work, which is actually quite fun. For me personally, I think that's a pretty stupid deal not to pass on because people would would go traveling to India for, for three months and pay lots of money. But this is literally a free opportunity. Yeah. And the apartment is mint as well. You know, there's a swimming pool, there's uh, squash courts, there's, uh, yeah, it's not a hotel, like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're certainly selling it now. That sounds amazing. I, I always think the great advantage, the advantage of doing what you're doing is that not only do you get to travel around India, but you get to actually really understand the culture and the life by basing yourselves there for, for a longer period of time. So you get a proper yeah. insight and you, you really do learn. Yeah, it's definitely a different experience. Like when you go on holiday somewhere and then you compare it to like now. Yeah. It's so much And Pune is very easy to live in. Yeah. I think like tuk-tuks or rickshaws, auto, whatever you want to call them, are everywhere you can get it on uber a journey's like pennies about 30p to go 10 minutes it's, it's pennies it's so easy to live there are apps for everything you can deliver whatever you want to your door in a matter of 10 minutes it's just it's insane yeah. it's so nice it's going to be such a shock when we move back to england yeah, and yeah. i can't just deliver food in four minutes or get a toothbrush delivered to my front door in like 30 seconds why not <laughs> because you you need that a lot i'm sure you know you sort of suddenly find yourself <laughs> without a toothbrush you you need one there um so that that leads me into asking you know what what's what's next for you both you're uh, you know you're a few months into this now so what uh, what's next uh, what does the future hold um after i finish here um i am going to thailand for probably a month still open leaving the end open in case i want to stay longer in case i want to come home sooner not sure and then after that back to england ground myself from this really nice place to live and get ready for uni start working and stuff like that fantastic and where, where is uni going to be next year i'm going to bath to study social sciences Superb, and hopefully your experiences this uh, this year have given you an insight into teaching uh yes. would you would you consider that in the future I don't know. I've thought about it quite a lot. I thought about it when I was at Wellington in my last year. Um, I don't know. I'm still completely up in the air about what to, what I want to do after university. We'll find out. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, exciting times ahead. That sounds amazing. And, and a trip around Thailand is always going to be a real highlight. Perhaps a visit to Wellington, Bangkok whilst you're there. That's, hopefully, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds, sounds amazing. Harman, what about you? Uh, so after this, uh, back to England, um, a few months of just working, uh, building savings up and then uh, traveling to South America for four months um, at the end of the year. And then also for uni-wise, I'm currently doing my reapplication with my real grades out here. Um, so it's looking like Edinburgh, Manchester, one of those two. So yeah, just getting all of that done and then waiting on that. Fantastic. Yeah. Great, great places to study. What, 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 which course will you do? Uh, so if it's Manchester, it'll be liberal arts. And then if it's Edinburgh, it's kind of like social policy and, and like sort of conjoined with law. Fantastic. Well, it, it sounds like uh, the future is bright for both of you and you're having an amazing time. It's been a real privilege and a pleasure talking to you both. So thank you so much for your time. Uh, appreciate you've taken a moment out of your teaching day to uh, to tell me all about it. So so thank you very much indeed. What, what does the rest of the day hold for you? Uh, well, we've got lunch next. It's midday for us. And then a few more lessons. And then this afternoon we've got CCA, which is tennis, swimming. I've got two versus two football. So that's going to be Swimming. <laughs> Swimming, two versus two football. Well, it sounds like you've got plenty to be getting on with. So, as I say, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.